Yeah, it was uh, quite the interesting weekend. A lot of shit went down. Um, so yeah. we, haven't, we haven't done this in a, a couple weeks. I'll, I'll take the responsibility for last weekend um, with the Korean zombie fight. So uh, why don't we talk about that fight before we get to the this past weekend? Because that was kind of a, a pretty highly anticipated fight. Um, yeah, all right. Fuck, I, I was just you shocked. You guys remember? Nah. <laughs> well, the thing I'm going to say is I was just shocked that Korean Zombie got fucking dominated like that. Um, Brian Ortega hit him with that spinning back elbow that knocked him on his ass, and he was never the same after that. And, I mean, it was just fucking domination for five rounds. I mean, be, be honest with me. Like, who was bored watching that fight? I was. I was, too, because Zombie didn't do anything. Honestly, I, mean, I didn't watch it. <laughs> even even Ortega was just kind of like, I mean, I guess he's a new Ortega, not the guy that got fucked up by uh, Max Holloway. By Max. Yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, what was impressive about that? He was standing there, he was fucking him up, but I didn't see like a championship go go get him, fucking knock him out, fucking. And don't get me wrong, zombies as tough as they come. But I just didn't see him like, like fucking selling his soul. Yeah. To want to get that win, you know what I mean? That elbow changed yeah. the fight. Oh, I didn't watch thing. it, but I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that was gonna go down because um, I just think Ortega's more skilled and more well-rounded fighter than Zombie. I know Zombie's crazy. <laughs> he you know keeps walking into punches. He won't stop, but. I just yeah. think Ortega is on a different level skill-wise. Yeah. And it proved right. he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No shit. All right, so that brings us to um, UFC 254. <clears throat> and the card. Wait. Mike, what about the um, Moraz and Van Higgin? Oh, what about the Holly Holm? Right. Man gives a fuck about Holly Holm. Oh, shit. Here we go. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> No, nah, but I mean, come on, dude. Like, I've never seen some one person live off of one victory more than this woman, dude. Yep. If it wasn't for her knocking out Ronda Rousey, like, no one would give a fuck about her. Yeah, I agree. She looked uh, good. I mean, she looked good. I'll give her that. You mean, like, physically or, like, in general? Both? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to beat um, Amanda Nunez, though. That's, I mean, let's be honest here. So let's let's just talk about this real quick. I just want to say a few words about this Holly Holmes situation. Sure. Um, number one, you can fucking roll your eyes or whatever. Ryan's probably going to disagree because he fucking hates me. But <laughs> You hate me, dog. I love you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're actually lovers at work. Yeah. Right, um, what I, I knew that it was going to take somebody like Holly Holmes to beat uh, what's-her-face, Ronda Rousey, because throughout Ronda Rousey's career, her fucking stand-up game was, like, subpar. Now, if she got close to you and grabbed you, it was a fucking game over. Yeah. 
like for sure. She would throw you, lock your arm up or whatever the fuck. So that was her game, right? She would come forward almost like uh, n- like n- no caution to those fucking strikes. And Holly Holm being fucking, you know, a legit fucking 22,000 time world champion boxing fucking Muay Thai kickboxer bitch. Damn. She fucking fucked her up and, and hit her with a one, two perfect fucking setups to the head kick and it was a game over, right? Right. But then Holly Holm kind of got passed up by the whole MMA thing because she didn't evolve. Like she has no ground game, right? Like fucking Misha Tate with her gorgeous fucking boobs fucking tapped her fucking out as soon as she got to the ground. We're getting flagged for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hey, no, honestly, I agree with you, Rich, about the whole Ronda Rousey and uh, Holly Holmes because I think all the other women she fought were a lot smaller than her, and and she finally met a match with Holly Holmes, uh, uh, you know, an elite boxer. Um, She couldn't just manhandle her like she did everyone else. So I totally agree with that, but I, I agree, too, that she didn't evolve as well. You know, she has no ground game. Zero ground game. She has no fucking wrestling no jujitsu skills, no fucking, you know, not, not, that's not to say she won't fucking break my shit in half, but oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like, she didn't evolve. Like she got with Misha Tate, who was a badass on the ground and Misha Tate fucked her up as yep. soon as they got to the ground. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just kind of been a fall from grace after that. Like, yeah. like you said, Mike, she's just kind of riding that, that one win to the grave. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan brought up another fight too that we need to touch on, and that's uh, Corey Sanhagen knocking out fucking um, Mraz real bad. Marlon Mraz, yeah, that was badass head kick. Yeah, yeah, and it looked fucking, like he hit him. Looked like he barely grazed him, but I mean, obviously he didn't because he fucking dropped like you know sack of potatoes. Oh, dude, I almost forgot to bring this one up too. Oh yeah! Fuck, dude. The Which... spinning ninja, <laughs> fucking Van Dam. Oh, kicks. perhaps the greatest <laughs> knockout you will ever see in your fucking life, dude. That was uh. Yeah. Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier said that, bro. That was Daniel badass, Cormier dude. Cormier said it was the best knockout he'd ever seen in all of UFC history. Who? who which fight was that, dude? Fuck, I, I cannot remember the guy's names for the life of me, dude. It wasn't on that. It was on the Holly Home card, wasn't it? I think so. Oh, damn it, dude. I, I can't. He was an African-American that. gentleman. I know that. Yes, both of them were, right? Hold on. It was a prelim. It was a prelim fight? Both of them were, yes. It might have been. Dude. We we need to talk about this because it it cannot. I think this is it. Impa. Uh, so it was Joaquin Buckley taking yep. on Impa. Yes, Yasunage. yeah. And so what happened was yeah. Joaquin. Uh, he threw, I believe, a roundhouse or a front snap. Um, Impa caught his foot, and he's bouncing. And then he just turns and fucking kicks him right in the face. And that fool gets rigor mortis before he hits the floor, dude. Just knocked out, dude. It, <laughs> it was one of the most devastating knockouts I think I've 
ever seen in my life. And I mean, is there a better knockout? Than yeah, this? it was amazing, dude. Is, is there a better knockout this year? I don't think so, dude. Oh, man. No, probably of all some, time. I mean, there are some fucking sweet knockouts. Like uh, when, uh, when, um, when, uh, uh, fuck, what's that guy's name? Uh, that he ran across the cage and kicked Vandalay Silva in like 12 seconds. Vitor Belfort, fucking, that was clean. Yeah. Uh, when, when Chuck Liddell got knocked out by fucking Sugar Rasad, that was badass. I think but, but it wasn't, it wasn't that spectacular as no, that nothing kick, like though. That. that was like movie shit, Van Damme, I mean, fucking. The only yeah. other one that Ryan's going to disagree with is how fucking, uh, What's his face got slept in 14 seconds? Aldo. Well, but it wasn't nah, spectacular. Yeah. It wasn't uh, spectacular nah, like that. No. Nah. Even if we talk about this, it was year, impressive, but it wasn't spectacular. Yeah, it wasn't spectacular. It wasn't like holy fuck. It was yeah. more like, oh shit, I can't believe that happened. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. Even if we talk about this year, we've seen uh, the Sugar Show with a devastating knockout. Um, Cody mm. Nolev got a, a really good one. Um, there's oh, that was a good one. Yeah, Cody No Love was a good one. Yeah, it was. There, there's been some others yeah. that were really good. Um, Francis pretty much fucking vaporized. Uh, um, Rosenstruck. That um, actually, you know which one? You know which one makes me is a close second or maybe even a first is when uh, Nganu knocked out uh, Overeem with that nasty uppercut, and I thought his head fell off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. that was a that good one. one. Yeah, that one was fucking nasty, dude. Yeah, there's there's been some really good ones this year, but um, man, that that spinning kick is like I don't know if you'll ever see something like that again, dude. Yeah, that yeah, was like the most acrobatic, like crazy fucking movie shit that <laughs> I've ever yeah, seen. That's exactly, that's like something you'd see Van Damme doing one of his yeah, movies. yeah, <laughs> like, or or Mister Steven Seagal. Yeah, there you go, dude. That's some <laughs> blood sport shit for sure. Yeah. Fuck, though. It, it was so badass. But um, That was. Okay, so. Oh, let me just say one thing about the Corey Sanhagen thing. Um, that just goes to show how fucking match up, uh, how, like, how you match up in a fight is, like, is like, like the key. Because on paper, Sanhagen is not supposed to beat Morais. Morais is a fucking animal. Yep. That that was just let out of the cage. He's a fucking he's uncivilized, bro. The guy is a fucking monster. Yeah. And for San Hagen to look like a normal guy, like from the fucking seven eleven. Yeah. And then you get him with Marais. And I mean it's just a matchup. It was a bad stylistic matchup for Marais to, to take that body. Because like a guy like Henry Cejudo, he's kinda like a karate type when he first when he first fought him he, he was fucking him yeah. up with those leg kicks yeah and then Cejudo had to figure it out and then he did and then he fucked him up but but it's not, you know it's it's styles that that make that matchup and Sanhagen is the wrong style for um Rice 100% I, I think too that Sanhagen really needed this win because of how he lost his last fight to Aljamain Sterling he kind of needed this win to stay in the mix I think um you know but it was a good it was a good matchup for him too. Yeah, he got I mean he went to sleep against Aljamain Sterling and not from a knockout. He quick he too fucking passed out, yeah, from the choke. Wasn't it the first round? Like oh, first, that's right. The oh, first minute right. or whatever, yeah. Aljamain just basically climbed on him 
like yeah. a spider and just you know put him to sleep real quick, dude. That was yeah, badass. Yeah. So that was um, fucking bad. Yeah. So the, those are some of the bigger fights that we missed out on talking about the last couple of weeks. So that does bring us to all uh, oh, right on time. Our uh, pay-per-view expert is now joining the show. I'm Greggy Poo. Mr. Zombie Greg. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that brings us to uh, UFC 254. And we start out this adventure with this is a rematch. It's um, Magami Ankalioff taking on Ian Kutalaba. And the first time these guys fought, uh, the referee. I guess called the fight inadvertently. I think we discussed this fight on the show and um Cuda Leba was kind of like wobbly, but I don't know if he if that was just a unorthodox way of trying to bob and weave, but he kind of looked like he was out on his feet, right? And they yeah. stopped the fight. Um so this is a bad call. Yeah, it probably was. Um the first fight. You're you're talking about yeah, the first yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, first yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Second fight. Oh, yeah. It was, but he looked he looked out of it kind of too though. He did. He, he did. Out of it, but he was yeah. still swinging, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. And I've seen people get, you know, mauled to the floor where it should have been stopped and it keeps going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That True. happened fucking that happened the other fucking this weekend. Right. Um yeah. There's been a lot of trash talk between these two, mostly from uh, Cuda Leba. Yeah, and uh, uh, so they they go into this rematch, and um, there's fucking no doubt about the result of this one. <laughs> yeah, the, the finish. No doubt. So Pute Lava is a is a guy who relies a lot on intimidation. He he he's done a lot of things at the weigh-ins, screaming in people's faces, coming out with the Hulk. You know, the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There ain't no intimidating this Russian motherfucker he was fighting. I'll tell no, you that. No, <laughs> no. Bad, scary dude, man. So he knocks, uh, how do you say it? Kutelaba? Oh. Kutelaba? Okay. Kutelaba. Yeah. Kutelaba. So he knocked him down the first time. He's standing southpaw, and he knocked him down with a, um, a straight left. He recovers, gets back up, and they start kind of circling again. And then. Um, Ankalov. Anakalaya. Anakalaya, however the fuck you say his name. <laughs> Southpaw, and he hits him with a lead hook that drops this other motherfucker. And then he just jumps on him. And I swear to God, dude, he starts hammer fisting this guy, and you just hear. Yeah. <laughs> you hear, you hear yeah. this flesh on bone, dude, smacking this yeah. guy in the face, and he just goes lights out. And that's the end of the fight. He basically pulverized this guy's face into mincemeat. Yeah, um, yeah and he hit one. him two more times after that. He was out. Yeah, very devastating Hard. knockout. Uh, <laughs> he was out of it, dude, when he got back up. Um, dude, Anakalaya's accuracy with his striking impressed me so much. That guy is so freaking good at striking, dude. He's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, the accuracy was, was what I was like. Not only that, but, I mean, his power is incredible. But, dude, he – he it's a completely stylistically different matchup between him and Kutelaba. Like, Kutelaba swings for the fences, 100% relies on power and intimidation. And Anakalaya didn't buy into that and was real – a little bit more conservative with what punches and kicks he threw. But 
almost everyone he threw connected with power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dude's scary, dude. I think he needs to be uh, getting some a lot more bigger name fights, and and I I see him moving his way up in in the light heavyweight division, dude. Well, he yeah. called out Anthony Smith, Shogun Rua, and someone else. Um, he'll he'll decimate all those guys, dude. I think so. Yeah, he's ranked 11th right now. I think I think he should be in the mix uh, for a, shot, a title shot for sure. Yeah. I agree with all you motherfuckers. But Anthony Smith, I don't know if that's really a, a, a great test. I mean, he was, but now he's been – what is he, like, lost four in a row? I don't know. I, did he lose his last one? I can't remember. Even was yeah, last he got fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, I remember the Teixeira one. Who did he fight after that one? Uh, Reckick or that? something? Or, uh, what the hell is his Someone name? Someone he was supposed to be. I know that. But. Like, Reckick, yeah, Reckick or something? Yeah. Rassic? Rackick. I think that's right. He got dominated, though. He's lost like 10 rounds in yeah, a row. That, that... Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead Rich. That Russian, that Russian was not was not playing no games uh, with Kute Laba, man. That, no, he was not. Because uh, he, he he even said it after the fight. He was like, he he, he pretty much said like, I just proved what I needed to prove to myself, and like, I'm better than that guy. It's not a big deal. Like, because I can see the I can see the I can. See the 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 Kute Laba argument for the first fight, like he got knocked the red away. I could see that yeah. argument, you know. Hammer, fucking see you later. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so this brings us to the next fight, which is Lauren Murphy, who um, is taking on Lilia Shakarova. Yeah, Justin Bieber, fucking Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Who's <laughs> a replacement for Cynthia Cavillo? And by the way, um, so MMA Junkie posted something about Cynthia Cynthia uh, Cavio, and she commented on the bottom, and everybody was talking shit on her about not making weight, about not being a professional, and she's responding to every single one of these, dude. So yeah. I love it. That's like, a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, I think she's trying to go for the heel thing now, dude, because she's missed weight a few times and, and things of that nature. She's telling everybody, like, I'm eating a cheeseburger right now. and Oh, because she said she wasn't impressed with Lauren Murphy's win. That's why. Um, Hater. Yeah. Lauren Murphy you, gets the you win. You know who I was impressed with? I was impressed with Bruce Lee. She hung in there for a bit. I mean, for sure. For sure. Tough, dude. Yeah. Uh, she did. Tough. Yeah, no, she, she didn't give up at all. I think what happened here is, though, Lauren Murphy just overpowered her. And, and the finish came – uh, she was too much for her. Yeah, she she just got overpowered, slammed to the ground. Um, she kind of set it up perfectly to just slide in a rear naked choke, and um, Bieber taps out. Uh, Greg, you're the yeah. jiu-jitsu guy here. Can you break down a little bit more of the finish better than I did? Lauren Murphy. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it was – kind of textbook just rear naked choke uh she didn't really even have a, a huge defense it was pretty pretty quick dude the minute i saw she was underneath the chin i knew it was over and um she didn't even take a long time to tap really she just kind of knew it was in and 
she was done. It wasn't anything like Khabib pulled off, dude. Like no, I think with this one, it was just she overpowered her. Oh, for sure. And she was clearly the bigger fighter, dude. Well, you got to remember this too. It was Homegirl's Bruce Lee's first UFC fight. So you can can you imagine the nerves and the fucking like what she was going through mentally for her first fight to step in against this woman who's probably going to fight for a title soon. Like, I mean, she hung in there tough, man. I, I, oh, I, I'm, giving her, I'm giving her credit, dude. She, she did. Props, dude. Anybody that walks into that cage gets props. There's yeah, no doubt about this. That's 100%. Yeah. yeah. Laura Murphy challenged the bullet after this. Do we think she has anything for her? No, but does anybody <laughs> have anything for the bullet? Yeah. No, I think she's going to smoke fucking Cho Hagen or whoever she's fighting next month. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it could be an interesting fight, but I don't think she has a chance to beat her. I mean, uh, Bullet is fighting, um, not her, it's, um, uh, fuck, I can't think of her name. We'll, we'll get to those, though, uh, when we talk about that. But, um, Bullet beats fucking Sahudo, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so our next fight was Jacob Malkoon taking on Phil Haas and. Uh, this was over just as fast as it started. 18 seconds. Phil Hawes basically just walks this motherfucker Gross. down. Gets him in, frozen in the corner. Yeah, yeah. They're in the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Gets him in the corner and um, basically just punches him in the face. Like, I actually watched yeah. this oh, The next fight was uh, Phil. Whoa, he's back. You were frozen for like You were frozen seconds. for like 10 minutes. Oh, well, anyhow, Phil Hawes uh, fought this Malcoon guy and knocked him out in 18 seconds. And the finish, he circles him over into the cage and he hits him with uh, a four-piece combo. I, I watched the, the fight back and it was a one-two, one-two. Just hammered his face with no blocking at all and put this yeah. motherfucker to sleep. Like, it was scary, dude. I think that guy was still – he had to be helped out of the cage, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he looked like like when Ben Askren got fucked up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> dude. He yeah. did. Straight up. I mean, it was devastating, dude. And, and uh, When Malcoon woke up, he thought he was Ben Askren, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucked up. Dude, I was talking I – was, I was just saying, you know, we were talking as we were watching these fights, and – Every single fight on the main card was a finish, except for the Whitaker fight, which was a badass fight. Yeah. This yeah. was a good card, dude. I agree. It was a great card, yeah. Uh, the only thing Phil Haas has got to work on is his post-fight promos, dude, because oh, yeah. John Anik was <laughs> interviewing this guy. He was like, what a great devastating knockout. How do you feel, Phil? I feel good. <laughs> ain't nothing else. They're like... Uh. So, uh, what do you see next uh, going down the road? Uh, I don't know. Just go home and, you know, take a rest. And, like, dude, no. You're coming up, bro. Call somebody <laughs> I out, dude. I hate I say that, dude. When they're like, <laughs> who do you want next? You know they have an opportunity to fucking move up. They're just like, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to name anybody. I'm like, dude. Well, fucking Whitaker. Well, Whitaker always does that, but. Yeah, but Whitaker's in a different spot, dude. Yeah. He's already ranked number one. Well, we'll get to that. I have a feeling we're going to spend a lot of time on that fight. But uh, before we get to that fight, we had uh, yeah. Alexander Volkov. He's already been the champ. We'll get there. <laughs> Volkov uh, taking on Walt Harris. 
Um, I thought Volkov, for, for the most part, dominated this fight. Uh, you know, he oh, was all sure. over Walt Harris. Yeah. Volkov was fucking good, dude. Yeah, he is. His boxing looked fucking phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal. And then, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hype was about Walt Harris. And uh, unfortunately, he got the wrong hype when his stepdaughter got murdered, tragically got murdered. Um, and then they hyped him up like he was supposed to be like this thing. And like, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, he's, he's not any good. No, he, I mean, yeah. he was you want him to win. Do you want to root for a guy like that? Because right. he's gone through, but. Bro, he's you know. not UFC caliber though. There's no, no way. No. I think I think he would even lose to like Greg Hardy, dude. Like, no joke. Like I, he, you know, he was he was gassed the minute he walked to the center of the octagon, dude. He was gassed. But I'll yeah. tell you what, he did look better. Like he was like more alive. He looked like he was jumping around. He looked like he was ready to go. Yeah, he looked slimmer down too. Like, yeah, he looked shape. Down, they said. Yeah, he looked he good. Looked good. Yeah. This finish, though, was very strange. So, Walt was sucking wind after the first round, which he looked like he was in the best shape of his life. And losing 30 pounds, you know, you would think. But um, the second round, Volkov kicks him with like a – almost like a, a, a front push kick in the stomach. And you just hear Walt go, oh! <laughs> yeah. And it's over. And I thought, what was it? Like at first, I thought, okay, maybe they thought it was a dick kick, and they're they're giving him time to to recuperate. Yeah, and that's not what happened. When they showed the replay, no. he just kicked yeah. him in the gut, and I don't know if he broke right or knocked the wind out of him or what. But that was lights out. After that, it was game over. Yeah, it was a weird angle kick. I I I saw a dick kick, and then obviously when they showed it, it went like right underneath that fucking rib. Yeah, I mean, yeah. fucking forget it, bro. Knocked the wind I mean, out of him. He locked the soul out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, Doug. But it's funny. Volkov was like, I challenge for a title soon. And I'm like, dude, you've lost two out of the last three. Anyway. He won. His, his boxing dominated that fight, dude. Yeah. yeah he, he, his last three fights before this was against Greg Hardy. But he got taken he 970 times by Curtis Blades. That was his last fight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. And then... Two fights before that, I believe, is when Black Beast knocked him out. <laughs> but he was dominating that fight till the very end. You're right. right. Yes, oh, he yeah. was. <laughs> yes, he was. But, um, yeah, well, I don't know. He's got to get a few more wins before they start talking about that because we've talked about heavyweights before, and it's pretty set at the top, dude. You got Stipe, Black Beast, Ngannou, um, <laughs> and Blades has got to be right there too. So, uh, I, I don't know, man. That's That's – and, the and, Reem is still maybe in there, too, I think. I don't know about that one, bro. Oh, he's kind of been on a little bit of a run. I mean, I think yeah. that would be maybe a good fight to make next is, is Overeem and um, Volkov. That would be a good test I, for Volkov. I think, it, I think it's crazy because, like, obviously the Reem is the Reem, and he's not on steroids Reem, so he's yeah. definitely a different Reem. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he wins the fights that he's supposed to win but he doesn't win the fights that you're like, okay, here's your chance to fucking beat this guy and go get a fucking title shot or, or be a, a top three or five or number one contender, and he, and he gets fucked up. I want yeah. to root for the – I love the Reem. I want to root for him, but yeah, I think it's one of those guys where he's just 
old and tired and you know like a fucking um like a uh like a verdum or like yeah. one of those guys you know what i mean yeah overeem is gonna always at this point in his career he'll always be within that five to ten he'll be in he'll be either ranked number five through ten one of those he'll stay he'll stay in the top ten but he's never gonna be probably the one two three or four slot he's always gonna yeah, be for sure. five to ten I think he can still have one last run, maybe. I think, yeah. you know, but I, I agree with that. It's probably five to ten, but I think he could have one more run. Here's an idea. Why not I run hope. it back with uh, Volkov and Black Beast? Because, I mean, Volkov was dominating him until the last ten seconds of that fight, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that you know doesn't I mean, make a lot of sense for Black Beast, though, to go when, you know. He's, I wouldn't mind he's setting that. up to get a title shot. Oh, I he's think. fighting Blades next anyways. I forgot. Oh, Black, that's, that's Black right. He's fighting Blades. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to see I, – I really want to see uh, Nganu fight Stipe. That's what I want to see again. I know he got fucked up the, the first time, like fucked up, but I think he's a different cat this time, man. I think Nganu no, I think beats, he's earned his way back. Him, but yeah. Maybe. For sure. And that's yeah. a thing I don't that think we're going to get to in this next fight. I don't think he's improved either, but I think he's at least no. earned his way back to a title fight, much like this next guy we're going to oh, talk about. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what? When, he's a number one contender for sure. When Teddy, Atlas, when Teddy Atlas goes out of his way to find you and fucking teach you some boxing skills, you know, he's probably learning some shit from these fools. I mean, Teddy Atlas is going out of his way to find this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just didn't see it in his last fight. He was just swinging for the fences, like, wildly. He's not going to beat Stipe yeah, that but way. You know, yeah, I mean, but you know what happens is, is like, if you're a, if, if you're just a wrestler guy and you get socked in the face, you're automatically going back yeah, to wrestling. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So yeah. so I, I think his thing is he wants to be precise and he wants to be in there doing his thing. And then once he gets tagged, <laughs> he's like, fuck this bitch. And then his, his arms look like the Windmill fucking – yeah, the fucking – the guys from the fucking, you know, corner shop, you know? Yeah, I could see I, that, yeah. Uh, with Rosenstruck, that's what was happening. Rosenstruck started kicking the fuck out of his legs, and, and Ganu said, fuck this. He just rushed yeah. it. I'm going yeah, back to like, my old right, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it's a great theme that we're sticking with, former challengers or champions who have earned their way back to a title shot because – I think without a question, Robert Whitaker has definitely earned his way back into a title shot against Israel oh. Adesanya after these last two performances. 100%. Um, without question, Mike. You know, no doubt. The UFC <laughs> was putting Jared Kenyer up on this pedestal. Izzy was calling him out and, oh, you know, you're next, blah, blah, blah. And boy, oh, boy, did Robert Whitaker derail that fucking hype train because he dominated Jared Kenyer. For all yeah, three it wasn't rounds. even close. Almost finished him in the third. Um, just a masterclass performance. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, the guy, his fight IQ is so high, and, and he's so unorthodox the way he fights because he doesn't keep his dukes up. It's all coming from the bottom, you know? Yeah, and, and he, he switches left switches. to right. Yep. yep. Sets up those head kicks like the video I just sent. He kept yep. bopping – Kenyer in the head over and over again to get him to slip, and then he kicks him in the side of the head. The guy's fight IQ is out of this world. He was way too fast for Jared Kenyer. 
He, I mean, he, he yeah, power shots. Um, he just jabbed the shit out of him too all day. That yep. left jab. Yep. And, and the guy can he can take down. He can wrestle. He can do it all. Yeah, I, I thought uh, he just put on a master class and and he dominated this fucking guy. And uh, you know, he he knocked him down in the third. Almost finished him. Yeah, there was a scary spot at the end there for him, but he held on, and uh, he got the win. I guess Ryan was saying that uh, one of those kicks broke Jared Kanier's arm, too. Yeah, one of the first kicks in the first oh, round, wow. it broke, like, his left arm, I guess. So, But he, he battled through, too. Damn. But, um, yeah, it was just dominating, bro. Like, it wasn't even close. Um, Whitaker's on another level than Kinnear. Completely. Outclassed him. Let's hear from Greg first. We'll save Rich last. Go ahead, Greg. What was your takeaway from this fight? Uh, I thought Whitaker looked good, dude. I thought for the most part he he pretty much dominated the fight. Uh, it, don't don't get me wrong. The fight was good. It wasn't a complete domination. I thought Cannonier did some good things and things like that, but. At no point in the fight did I think that Canada was winning the fight. I thought yeah. the whole time Whitaker was probably winning the whole fight. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely when he, he dropped him, and I thought it was done. Uh, so props to, to Jared for weathering that storm. Oh, but, I agree, yeah. You know, yeah. he's tough, dude. He's tough as nails for sure, dude. And he's going to be a tough fight for anybody in that division. He's not going to be anybody that's going to be a walkthrough, but – Whitaker, I think, just looked better, dude. And you can definitely tell when he started really getting his rhythm. He was hopping back and forth on his feet, and he had that bounce going that he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so once Whitaker found his rhythm in that fight, it was just it, he he knew that it was just going to go his way, dude. Yeah, and this is his third fight back from his that that bad injury he had and that long layoff. And I think he finally looks like he's back to his old self. You know, uh, Rich is hating every minute of this. Go ahead, Rich. Let's hear it. <laughs> Whitaker fucking sucks. Fuck all you guys. Yeah, just like Stipe sucks too, right? Yeah, Stipe sucks. I, I, okay. I never okay, thought look. Whitaker was, was look. super good either, but I thought this was probably one of the better times he's looked, dude. Uh, no, no, no. Look, look, look. I'm going to be 100%. I'm going to be 100%. Okay. I like to fight with Ryan because we have a hate, love hate relationship. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I can't I can't disagree because of the fights that he's won, uh-huh. that he's back in title contention or back as a number one contender if he wasn't mm-hmm. already. But what what I do disagree with is that he's not dominant. He's not like he's not like fucking like somebody that rips dicks off and fucking throws them on the ground and fucking does whatever the fuck he was. He didn't impress me. He didn't impress me like a, like a fucking Izzy. Izzy is so dominant. What the what? I said I, said I have a beat. Go upstairs. Um, I, I'm going to have something to eat. No, no, no. Go, go, go. Um, Even your son is saying that Whitaker's fucking um, badass. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, no, no. Like somebody that dominates like Izzy or, or according to you, somebody that dominates like Stephen or even somebody that dominates like fucking Amanda Nunez, bro. Mm. Like Whitaker does not show that. You guys cannot agree that he fucking shows dominance like that. Like he's ready to come back and take that belt. He gets fucked up again by Izzy. He, he, Him and Izzy might be 
if, if you want to call it, that might be the top fucking two. But it, it, it's to me, it's like a fucking Max Holloway, Volkanovski thing. Volkanovski fucked him up twice, even though it was a close fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, now nobody wants to see think, that. I, I, I get what you're saying. I've never been overly super hot on Robert Whitaker. And I, do, I 100% don't think that he has a chance to beat Izzy. I don't think he's at that level. Um, but he, he finds a way to beat tough guys. And maybe he beats a lot of guys out of their prime. I don't know. You know, he beat uh, Joel Romero twice, but we don't know where he's at in his career. He beat Jacare, which we already know that he's not the same Jacare as he was years ago. Um, you know, he beat Darren Till, who was a, a, welter, or a welterweight that came up to middleweight. So, you know, maybe he's, he's just getting good matchups. I mean, he beat Yoel Romero. Yeah, nice. but everybody thought – sh- Yeah, and everyone thought Till was going to beat him. And, um, everybody you thought know, I, I think – I don't think he can beat – yeah. I mean, I mean I, but, but do you remember the Romero fights? Like, I, I remember a fucking war. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. a fucking war. I remember uh, Whitaker – not definitely not dominating that shit and his face looking fucked up the and his dude, look, yes. like look how big that guy is he's not like the, the incredible fight. hulk dude yeah, the second fight Romero <laughs> but that's what I need, but that's of standing there just like he did against Stalbender. but he's won yeah but won both. that's what yeah. i know he did win i can't deny that right you can't mm-hmm. deny the stats yeah but is <laughs> Look at Mike. Whitaker is that fucking guy. I just don't think he is the guy that, like, the discrepancy between Izzy and Whitaker to me is like Amanda Nunez and whoever's the first fucking woman in 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 line. I just don't. Whitaker's not. He sucks. He doesn't suck, bro. He's not. And I don't think he can beat Izzy, but I think this time around it will be a different fight. He's not gonna just go in there and dominate him like he did. He, um, he's ten and one as a middleweight. But I, I still think Izzy's gonna beat him, and he's fucking twenty nine years Izzy old. Because Izzy is just on a different level from anybody. Yeah, he's not even thirty yet, bro. Wait, <laughs> hey, here's, here's, he sucks. How is he smoked? He here, smoked here, like here, a joint, bro. Here's two <laughs> questions now to to transition from this fight. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw or not, but Paulo Costa called out Whitaker yeah. after this fight. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? No. And my second question is: Is what's next for Izzy? Because he said if Jerry Cannonier won, then he would be the next guy. They asked Whitaker if he wants another shot at Izzy, and he was just like, uh, "I'm gonna go home and put up a Christmas tree." Cause that's what I told the kids I do. He always says yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I think Whitaker is absolutely uh, for Adesanya. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he doesn't know why he's hyped on on Whitaker for Adesanya. Yeah, unless he's gonna fight John Jones, which I don't see that happening. No, they said yet. next next year, I think next summer, that's when they were gonna do that. Yeah. Okay, so, here look, Ryan. I'm I think Ryan it should be Whitaker again. Ryan and Mike, I'll make you happy right now, okay? One thing I like about Whitaker, besides the fact that he sucks, okay? I like that he fights anybody. He'll fight the number fucking one guy or the number twenty guy. He doesn't give a fuck. Whoever the UFC puts in front of him, he fights him. And because he says he just loves to fight, that's his job. And I like that yeah. fucking attitude from from mm-hmm. from a fighter for sure, hundred mm-hmm. percent respect there. But you know, if he fights Izzy right now, the same outcome, dude. I think Izzy is just too smart, too cool, too fucking everything. 
Izzy knocks him out again in the fucking first or second round in stunning fashion where Whitaker looks like one of those toys from back in the day where you push the bottom and the legs just fall out. That's what <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it'd be that quick. Oh, the I first fight he was he was out for like fourteen months off of I think it was like what was it, ACO or it was some bad injury and his first fight back after fourteen months is Izzy. I mean I think he's improved. Uh, I could be dead wrong. I, I, I still would pick Adesanya to beat him. But yeah. Whitaker is no doubt the number one contender in this division right now. Um, he mm-hmm. just is. And uh, oh, yeah. I think he's due a rematch. I don't think he's going to win, but I think it'll be a lot more competitive than the first time. But I, I could be dead wrong. Adesanya's on another fucking level. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Uh, with, with that being said, to answer Greg's question, I wouldn't mind seeing Whitaker Costa. Uh, I think Costa beats the fuck out of him. Uh, not because I hate Whitaker because he sucks, but, like, I just uh, – again, sty- stylistically, Izzy is just too good for everybody. Yeah. And I, I think, think Costa got embarrassed his last fight, and I think he would come out right, fucking right. Whitaker would piece him he's up. Gonna fucking, yeah. He's going to rip a dick off, bro. I think Whitaker would out – it's box him, outskill him. He's smarter than him. He's got better technique. I think he would smoke him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the main event. Um, Khabib defending the um, the lightweight championship against Justin Gaethje, who was the interim champion. And I mean, I'm just gonna call it like I see it. This match, like every other fucking fight Khabib's been in, was not competitive. Justin Gaethje was actually hurting him a little bit with some leg kicks. I think that's pretty evident. But other than that, uh, Khabib kind of outboxed him and just was all over him in the first round with that pressure. Yeah. Uh, he didn't give Justin Gaethje a chance to breathe. And then, Greg, go ahead and take us to the finish. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I watched this fight with actually uh, a buddy of mine that that's an MMA fighter. He – called it even before the fight. He's like, watch, he's like, Gaethje's going to, he's not going to cir- go straight back. He's going to circle the cage almost the whole fight and he'll take his shots, which is exactly what he did as his game plan. Mm-hmm. Right? Khabib is just too fast, too powerful, and his pressure is too good, dude. And the one thing that, like, you have to really, really understand is, especially with grappling, is when somebody has – Okay, I'll be with you in a minute. Uh, when uh, somebody has insane pressure like that, it's really hard to deal with, dude. Uh, any grappler that has that, it has that is really fucking tough, and it will wear you out. And Khabib is great with that. But the one thing that really impressed me was him showing actually his jujitsu skills. He's gotten a lot of people in rear naked chokes, but dude, he goes for a fucking arm bar, like a crazy yeah. arm bar in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then goes to finish him with a fucking triangle, dude. And not just like a triangle, but the way he set that up was fucking textbook, dude. It was awesome the way he set that up. Then you're hearing that he went for the triangle because he heard Justin Gaethje saying he would never submit and he didn't want him to tap out in front of his parents. So he just wanted to put him to sleep. He didn't want to break his arm in front of his parents. Justin did that for like 15 minutes, dude. I don't know what the fuck the ref was looking at, dude. He was sitting there. Yeah, he was. He was. And all of a sudden he's dead sitting there, and the ref's like, oh, maybe I should stop it. (laughs) No shit, dude. 
dude, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, uh, I was sitting there going, he's tapping. He's, and the ref was literally right there looking at him tapping like crazy, dude. I'm like, yeah. what is going on, dude? Yeah, that was weird. But, yeah, he put that fool to sleep, dude. And that was that was a cool moment in MMA, dude, watching – I mean – Khabib went out on top, dude, and and he's he's definitely, in my opinion, he's he's the goat, dude. I mean, John Jones can say where the fuck he wants, but he's, you know, Khabib is has been more dominant than Jones in every fight, and he's fucking twenty nine and zero, and the dude doesn't have any ashes next to his name for fucking picograms of steroids. So, fuck John Jones. I think Khabib right now is the fucking greatest of all time. The only one that can be mentioned in his name is fucking gsp you know well i think yeah I he agree, was holding 100%. out for that fight and he was trying to <clears throat> gonna go 30 and 0 but then once his father passed away um you know he puts the gloves in the middle of the ring says there's no way i'm doing this again without my dad i promised my mom i wouldn't fight again you know dustin and connor are fighting which we'll talk about are fighting in january um i choked them both out i have no interest in that um this is it so he ends his career 29 and 0. Um, let's start with you, Ryan. Like, is he the GOAT? I mean, he's definitely in the conversation. I, it's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to compare the guys he's beaten to the guys that GSP has beaten. Yeah. Like, GSP beat legends, mm-hmm. you know, back, you know, Matt Hughes, BJ Penn. Um, he came back. He was off for four years and came back and beat, uh, you know, a heavier weight. Uh, and it was a ch- yeah, yeah. Bisbing, you know, um, but I, you know, being undefeated and just dominating every round. I mean, man, it's hard to say. I, I think he's definitely right there, tied with GSP. Or yeah, he might be the go. I mean, it, he's that's lost a tough one. One round out of twenty nine fights. Yes, we know, Rich. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, what do you think? Is 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 Khabib? <laughs> but also, I want to say too. Yeah, fuck Jones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not the goat. No. no. All right. So here's here's what I think. I I disagree with you, Mike, a, a little bit on this. Uh, I don't think that Khabib uh, completely dominated uh, that first round fight because um, of the fight because he was getting his leg kicked. He got socked up a couple times. It looked like he was hurt in the first. Um, and after it looked like he was hurt. Then he fucking got his takedown, and then it was over. Right. After that was pure domination, 100%. We all knew what was going to happen if it went to the ground. Right. Justin Gaethje was kicking the fuck out of this guy's he legs, was. and it was, it was fucking hurting him, bro. He yeah. was tagging him with the one-two. He was tagging him with the uppercuts. Khabib looked dazed for a second, dude. He caught, and then he, he got his take, and then he got his takedown and fucked him up. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I think Khabib was still hitting him, too. He was giving him good shots because Gaethje was too worried about the takedown. You know, that, he was just circling around the cage. If that round ended in the first period as, like, say the first round was the fucking last round, the fifth round, and it just ended right there, that might have been a draw round, bro. Because besides the fact that Khabib got that one uh, uh, submission attempt at the end, but Justin Gaethje was fucking him up, dude, with those leg kicks and with those strikes. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I would have, I would have gave it like a fucking, like a draw, you know. But again, Khabib dominating on top. He said, "I'm gonna choke this fool out in the second fucking round with a rear naked or whatever the fuck." And it ended up being a triangle. Um, is Khabib the goat? 
Um, GSP is the GOAT. Yes. Just say yes. Yeah. No, no, no. GSP is the GOAT. But let me say this, right? And I, I don't know where I heard this. It might have been like a – it might have been Helwani talking about it. The only thing that people can bring up about Khabib is the fact that he didn't make weight, and that's unprofessional, twice. Yeah. Right. That's the only – that's the only asterisk that Khabib has – is that like like GSP never missed weight? John Jones uh, maybe I don't know. He never missed weight. Nah, but he it, was uh, hiding under the the octagon though. Yeah, right, right. He, well, we can, we, had I mean, co- can, he had a cocaine under his on his no, mustache. No, no. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no. But we can get into that. We can get into that nah. for sure. That, <laughs> but I, I think agree, John I Jones. That's why I said GSP as well. I mean, champion the, the by far the greatest welterweight champion of all time. He fucking went up and won the middleweight title. Uh, mm-hmm. his, he's had two losses that he went back and, and not only avenged them, but avenged them in a fucking merciful way. Dominated, he yeah. Hurt fucking Matt Sarah and Matt Cubes, dude. So, right. yeah. Uh, he he's definitely like I said, it's it's it, it could be or it's definitely GSP, dude. And, and I, if you said GSP, I would not argue with you on that. Right, and I'm I'm going on 100. I'll say like 98 percent GSP. Um, Serious, uh, you know, Connor. But seriously, I think GSP is the the hundred hundred percent goat. Yeah. Um, but again, like Khabib, twenty nine and zero. I get it. Um, but again, you have those those minor asterisks. Like he, unprofessionally, he didn't make weight twice. That cost him money. That cost the other guy money. That cost the fucking UFC. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's the only thing I could find. That's the only dirt I could find. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. And, and if, if there would be one more ashes is, is him, obviously, in the Connor fight, that whole spiel of him jumping over the cage and inciting a riot, that's pretty bad. Right. G, GSP doesn't have that on his record either, you know? And never been caught with any substance abuse, never missed weight. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and even back then, I, they didn't have USADA testing as bad as it, as it as, or as strict as it is now. So right. I think a lot of guys GSP fought were probably fucking juiced up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, and he still – that's why people before said he was a boring fighter, but I think it's because guys were fucking so juiced up, it was fucking hard for him, even him, to beat him. <laughs> right. Dude, I know? Think, I think Matt Hughes was juiced up, and I love me some Matt Hughes, bro. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right, then. Um, let's uh, shoot the newest – So the biggest thing is Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. Um, it's not official, but it pretty much is. January 24th, they're set to fight. Conor wants us to be in Cowboy Stadium. The question now is, with the Khabib giving up the um, lightweight title, is this now a championship fight? I think 100% it is a championship fight. What do you guys, uh, let's start with you, Rich. What do you think? I, I agree with that, Mike, because uh, you know how much the UFC and Dana White loves Conor McGregor. Uh, they they would they would not make that. And a, you? Uh, well, besides me, you already know that. <laughs> but that that wouldn't 
that wouldn't be a um, a smart thing to not make that a title fight because it would make the UFC so much fucking money, bro. Because, I mean, just hands down, would you rather see Conor and Poirier fight for a fucking title or Gaethje and fucking Poirier? You want to see Con you want to see Conor, whether it's to, to win or to lose, you want to see him fight and and hate him or love him, you know? So I think I think that's Poirier. Uh, you think Connor that's is going the, to happen? The belt and, fight. and you think it should happen and it is going to happen, right? Yeah, that's what I. Yep, a hundred percent. Yeah, Ryan, I can see the yes. UFC doing that. Okay, Greg, what do you think is going to happen, and what do you think should happen? I think. I I can see the UFC doing that because Connor is their he's money for them. But the problem is is that I don't think Connor fights enough to be a champ right now. Because Connor likes to fight and then he likes to wait out and do money negotiations. And to be honest, that's all good and dandy because I do think that Connor needs to make that paycheck because he fucking makes the company money. But at the same time, you really can't do that and be champion. You've got to be able to defend that, which is why a lot of times when he was champion, he gave up his belts because he fights and then goes back and renegotiates contracts because he keeps bringing in money and the UFC will kind of give him whatever he wants. Um, like I said, personally, there's so many guys in this lightweight division that could be in the mix for this title fight. There's uh, Connor being a good marketing ploy for them, and, and I can see that working. But now they got Michael Chandler in the mix. Uh, you know, they have Tony Ferguson, they have um, uh, Hooker, they have Oliveira. Oh, there's a ton of these guys that are their records and their, their win streaks and things like that that are kind of, you know, that's why I say, like, everybody keeps saying, too, there should be a lightweight tournament. I know Dana White hates that idea. But fuck, that would be dope, dude, if there was a fucking lightweight tournament for the belt. That would be badass. I agree. Yeah. But right. then again, though, dude, it, you know, the UFC did put on a fucking BMF belt title, dude. So <laughs> who knows what the fuck the UFC will do, dude? That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, Ryan, you guys, you guys think Michael Chandler is ready to jump in there with a Khabib or a Connor or a Dustin or a fucking Dana does? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. think what I think I, is I think he wants to make that fool look like a fool. No, I think I think Michael Chandler. <laughs> I think Michael Chandler's gonna do extremely well. I think he would do well against Poirier. I think he not saying he'll beat Poirier. I think he would do well against Poirier. I think he would do well against Tony Ferguson, um, Dan Hooker. I don't know if he'll do well against guys like Connor or uh, or. Um, Obviously, Khabib, but he's not even in the conversation right well, now. Well, just just to throw this out there real quick, the the rumor is that Connor Dustin main event, and the the co-main is Chandler and Ferguson. That that would be dope, like dude. Number one that's a fucking shit. dope card. That would be oh, dope. That's a dope card. That's the rumor right now. I don't know if it's gonna fall out that way, but Ryan, what do you think should happen, and what do you want to happen? Well, I or, think. I mean, what it, do you think is gonna happen? I think that the UFC is gonna. Yeah, they're going to make it uh, Poye versus McGregor for the belt because, like you guys said, McGregor's a uh, draw. You know, he makes money. It's all about business for Dana. Yeah. So that makes sense for him. Uh, but I think they should make, like, a title eliminator where, you know, it's like, uh, you could say, I guess, man, yeah, who are you going to do? Like, uh, you could throw Ferguson in there. 
but he already, you know, he already got smoked by Gaethje. Um, so I would say Poye, McGregor, and um, Chandler, uh, and Ferguson. Uh, you know, a, what? If, yeah, what about yeah, Ferguson, a title eliminator? You know, what if they did? What if they did uh, Chandler versus Gaethje in the co-main, and then did. Uh, Connor Poirier for the belt, Chandler, uh, what's his face, Gaethje for the, for the co-main for the number one contender spot, right? Uh -huh. And then you fill up that card with a couple badass women fights and maybe fucking some up and comers in the. I mean, it's got to be a huge card uh, if 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 they're gonna put McGregor on there. It's got to be a huge card. They can't just be him at the top. Right. It's got to be a badass card to make. Yeah, that. they did that last yeah. time though. When Connor fought Cowboy, that card was shit. Yeah. Except for the main event, so I think they know they can draw with just that fight. But it would be cool to see um, at least a co-main stacked on top of that. Um, I, I think it should be Gaethje versus Chandler, and then Poirier and and McGregor are obviously fighting, and then the two winners of that should go for the belt. For the belt, that's what I think should happen. That's fair to me. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna make that fucking main event though. Oh yeah, you just see dollar signs in Dana's eyes. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Especially if 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 Connor wins, then it's yeah. like he's gonna um, ride that money train again. So uh, one of the other big stories that came out was Leon Edwards has been turning down fights left and right. The dropped him from the UFC rankings. And then all of a sudden he came back and said, fuck it, I'll fight Kamzat Jemayev. So that fight is happening now in December. I, Leon Edwards to me, um, does not have the heart of a champion because he turned down all these other fights. I know we've all put <laughs> shit on here and I'm a big Wonder Boy guy and everybody else disagrees with that. But I think that fight, <laughs> made a ton of sense for him, them two to fight because they were ranked like uh, real close, dude. I think it was three and five or four and five, something like that. Um, dude, Leon Edwards fighting this kid who's up and coming. He's a fucking lion. He's destroying everybody and he's unranked. It, 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 if he beats this kid, like what does it really do for him? You know what I mean? That was the one no. fight I don't blame him from turning down, but all these other fights, he turned down Colby he turned down a fucking title shot. Like, what is this guy doing? Well, part of it was a COVID and he couldn't travel. So some of that wasn't that he, he didn't want to fight. He couldn't. Not all of it, though. Cause, and, uh, and then the other fights were, it was me too. You know, that's why Burns got the um, title shot because nobody wanted to, um, Dana was trying to lowball everyone because Usman is not a draw at all. And these guys are like, why am I going to fight for pennies? But I, I think they should fight regardless because it's a title shot. But, you know, I'm not in there fighting either. So it's hard for me to yeah, say. Yeah, because that. once you become, once you get that belt, once you get that strap, your life changes, bro. You're doing yeah. media. They're paying you to fucking be on Wheaties boxes and Gatorade fucking commercials and shit. So Yeah, you, even I mean, if you go in there and it's close, you know, yeah. right, and you right. lose. Even if you lowball, even if like, you know, you make 300, 200,000 or whatever, and, the, and you know, somebody like uh, Usman's making 500, 600, you know, you're gonna, if you win that fight, your stock has risen. And yep. 
you're getting you're getting so much so many other deals out of that fucking out of that win. Greg, yeah. Do you think Leon Edwards beats Kamzat? No. I don't. I think he's gonna get fucking smoked. I think Jemaya's gonna smoke that fool, dude. Ryan? Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, this guy loves Leon Edwards, dude. I don't love him, dude. I just think he's been around the block longer. He's he's been in way more fights than this guy, like probably twice as many. Bro, the um, last guy comes out fucking knocked the fuck out. Yeah, three he three times. Like 144 yeah, that's, fights, bro. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and Kazba is like, he's on a roll right now. I mean, he's hot. He's hype behind him. He's scary, he's, you know. He reminds me of Khabib, bro. That's he what's does. scary. Yeah. But I think he's crazy, he... dude. I think he's got that crazy fucking look in his eye, dude. Yeah, yeah. he looks like he looks like he fucking runs naked in the snow just to put right. a point, bro. <laughs> right. And I think he's a better striker than Khabib, too. Yeah, 100%. You know, but, yeah, I don't know. I think, fuck, I don't know. I think probably Cosmot would probably win that. But I don't think he'd just dominate him. Dude, he goes. He said. He said something like, "I respect Leon Edwards because he's no. He knows he's going to his execution, but he's still gonna come." <laughs> uh, I said, oh, "Jesus Christ!" I started praying immediately. Yeah. I was just looking up right now when you guys are talking about Burns versus uh, Usman. Dude, that card is fucking stacked, dude. For two fifty-six, December first. There's three title fights. It's no Usman, way. Usman versus Burns, Peter Yan versus uh, Aljamain Sterling, Aljamain Sterling, and then Amanda Nunez versus Megan Anderson, and oh, then. Wow. Uh, oh, I think Usman's out of that fight, dude. I think he he's got hurt or something. What? Oh, yeah, I don't think that's on that card anymore. What? Uh, so maybe that's why they they threw in the other ones. But yeah, Mar- Marvin Vittori versus uh, Jacare. That's on there too. Yeah. That's a good card, dude. Oh, yeah. Angela Hill. The next month's card is, I don't know, I'm just not super excited for that. It's um, Benavides. They're not Benavides. I always get these fucking guys confused. Um, Figueroa. Figueroa. Defending that title. Figueroa. Figueroa. Defending the title against um, Alex, um, uh, Alex Perez, right? Perez. Yeah. Um, this is a bad matchup for Perez, yeah. right? Before Figueredo is a fucking uh, uncivilized human. Uh, they just got him out of the rainforest of Brazil, and yeah. he, you know, he's he's fucking eating like blow darting monkeys and eating them fucking like it's crazy, bro. He's he's not human, bro. He's not a fucking human being. He's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he he wants to eat your face. He doesn't give a fuck <laughs> about you, bro. True. Yeah. He is. He's a beast. All right, guys. That'll do it for this week. Uh, Silva's probably got his last fight this weekend. We'll see if we talk about it or not. But follow us on uh, iTunes, Automatic, and all that stuff. And we'll see you guys next week.